Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampkin. And my guest today is one of the coaches out of Headbangers Boxing Gym, Coach Bud. Thank you for joining me. Well, thanks for thank you for having me on the show, man. Hey, look, it is a true honor, man. I'm a huge boxing fan. I've been following you on Instagram. I've been seeing your mitt work and stuff. And just to have you on this podcast is truly an honor, man. Oh, man, it's an honor to be here. First of all, how's your day going? Um, it's good, man. Everything good. Just like I said, just waiting for the turkey, you know, waiting for a turkey day, you know, ready to grill down. I've been, you know, trying to fast, getting ready for tomorrow, you know. <laughs> you said you've been trying to fast? <laughs> yeah, I haven't been eating anything. I'm like, I'm just trying to save my appetite, you know, but I know I'm Friday. I'm going to have to work it back off, so. Is that a normal thing? Uh, what you mean, for far as, you know, Thanksgiving? Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, you know, you you look forward to eat. You know, you go, you know, that's the day you're gonna eat on, and you know, what I'm saying, and uh, you know, because I've been working out. I, I came down a few pounds. I've been working out. I lost a few pounds, but uh, you know, I know I'm gonna eat tomorrow. I know I'm gonna pick up some pounds tomorrow, but <laughs> you know, I, I'll be back, dog. I, I gotta get back. You know, I get back Friday. I try to cut some of it down. Now, I've been. I was telling you before we recorded. Um, I've been following your. Are you from actually from Detroit? No, I'm not from Detroit. I'm I'm from Washington D.C. I'm Washingtonian. I've been, I mean, I live in Maryland now, but I've been I was born and raised in Washington D.C. And uh, it, I just like Detroit because it was, you know, it was, when I was young, it was a running back named Billy Sims that I, I used to love, man. And 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 when I was young, so you know, you you probably only remember they had like the bubble gum, like looked like the bubble gum machines, but it had like the football helmets in the machine. Oh, so I you, remember those. I remember. You put a cord in there, you flip it out. And I think that was like the first helmet that I got. It was a Detroit Lions helmet. But, you know, and I know I'm a Leo, so I know Leos are Lions. You know what I'm saying? So I was, you know, I, I just was like, this is my team, you know? And, and I, was, you know, I always liked the running back Billy Sims, too. So, you know, and I, you know, it just been my team, you know, ever since we be losing, like, I don't know what. But, man, one day we're going to have our day, man. You know what I'm saying? I, gotta, I mean, you know, I got to hold on, man. Just I got to keep... I got to stay with them. You know, I can't, I, you know, it'd be times I want to skip and do another team. Like, man, the hell with these dudes, man. I got to do something else. But, you know, I, I can't, man. It's hard for me. I'm like, that's my team. I got to keep rooting. So I got to ride and die with them. I got to ride and die with them. I've been following you all these years, and I'm like, he must be from Detroit since he a Lions fan. No, nah, no. Nah, I'm, 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 uh, I'm from D.C. I'm Washington, D.C., man. Born and raised, you know? Wow. Now, yeah. how, did you, how did you get into boxing? Um, well, when I was young, um, I used to hang in the rec. It was the rec, uh, Lincoln Rec Recreation Center, which was uptown on 16th and Irving. And, uh, you know, it was a guy in there named Marshall Cunningham. He had a little boxing program going. And, uh, you know, I, I, it was just something I always wanted to do. And I was like, you know, this, this right in the rec that I go to all the time. So let me just try my hand with it. And I was, I was 16, maybe going on 17. And, uh, Shit, I got into it, man, and that was it, man. I, I loved it. I fell in love with it, and you know, been 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 into it, you know, since you know, since then, since nineteen eighty nine. Wow, you said you were sixteen or seventeen. I was sixteen, going on seventeen. That's when I when that's I first kind of a late start, though, right? Yeah, for yeah, because a lot of lot of lot of people start like when they eight. Some people start when they like five. You know what I'm saying? Like my son, he started when he was nine. You know, and he's been doing it ever since. So. But I started, you know, I started kind of late, like six. I was about sixteen or seventeen. It's going on seven. I wasn't, I wasn't seventeen yet. I had, you know, I was, I was about to turn seventeen because I couldn't 
fighting the JOs. I was going to fight in the JOs, but I was too old. I know I was about to turn 17. So I, I, that's why I remember I was 16 going on 17. But, you know, and, you know, ever since I've been in, you know, I've been in, been in it ever since, man, since, since, since that, since my, since that age. You yeah, know, because, because you, because so many, I'm sure like when you went to the gym, they, there was people who had more experience than you because they had been boxing longer. Yeah, was that intimidating for you? Well, it was, I mean, you know, but like I said, when you keep working on your craft and, you know, pretty soon that'll change around. Like, cause it was, it was guys in there that I was, I was spotted. It gave me headaches, man, every day. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it never, you know, it never turned me away from the gym. I just kept going. I just said, like, I got to get better. And, you know, the table started turning. So I started giving headaches. So, you know, that's how it worked, though. That's how it worked, you know. If you keep grinding and you, you know, you're gonna get you're gonna get your tail kicked when you when you go in the gym. You're gonna you're gonna take a little pounding. But you know, at once you if you keep working on your craft and keep working, you ain't gonna do nothing but get better. You know what I'm saying? And that a lot of times that helps you because you don't wanna be in there with nobody that you can, you know, beat on or take advantage of anyway. So it was, was there was there a specific spawn session that gave you like that was the turn that gave you the confidence that let you know, you know what, I could do this. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was like, um, it's like I said, it was like this one guy, guy, my guy, Mel Recipes, he paid his name, uh, Mel Richardson. And, uh, you know, he was, he was, you know, he'd been boxing for a while and, you know, he's coming in trained. So, you know, he seen me in there working and I was a young boy. I was, uh, you know, like I said, I was 16 going on 17. I was a hundred and like 90 pounds. Well, I was 235 pounds. So once I, when I first started boxing and I had came down to like 190 pounds and like I used to, he was like a light heavyweight and man, I used to work with this dude. Like when it was time to spar, man, this dude used to hit me with stuff. I never felt, I never, <laughs> it was stuff I never felt in my life, man. Like getting hit with body shots and, and, you know, you know, head shots. And it was crazy. I was like, and I, you know, I, you know, as, as, as a young, you know, I look at Mike Tyson, you trying to wing and all that stuff. I mean, that stuff didn't work, you know, so I, I knew I had to kind of start, you know, working on my jab and working on turning my punches over and stuff like that. And, it, and I was green, so I was just, you know, I was just starting. So once, you know, one, I think it was one, one spawn session we had. And, uh, you know, and, and we came out, we working, we working. So I hit him, hit him with something nice. His head gear came off. So, you know, he was, he was like, he was like, nah, keep working, keep working. You know, he had head gear. I'm like, hold up, man. He's like, nah, keep working. So. We working, we working, so I ended up hitting him with something else and had him on noodle legs. He was he was drunk. I was like, that right there, I said, oh, I knew I had crack. You know, I knew I had some power. And I was, you know, from there, that really boosts my confidence. So I was just like, you know, I was I was just ready to compete, you know, at that time, you know. And uh, I think that was the one spawn session that, that kind of changed everything for me. Okay. And then did you, you did box amateur, correct? Yeah, I did. How was it? What was I, I never, I never turned pro. I had, I probably had like almost a hundred amateur fights, you know, but I, I never did. I never did turn professional, you know, yeah. and I kind of regretted that, you know, but I, like I said, God got a plan for you. You know, it wasn't meant for me to, you know, do the pro thing because I ended up coaching, you know, work with a lot of kids. And uh, I mean, through the years, I mean, I've been coaching for like 22 years now. So, and just, you know, and, this, and, and you know, Bob, it's been currently places I've never been like as a coach. You know, I mean, I'm called for a movie. I'm, I'm, I'm Creed two. They call me for Creed three, and just a whole lot of good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Happening for me as a coach. I'm gonna get back to that because I, I we definitely gonna talk about that. Okay, okay. But 
why didn't you want to go professional? Or did you not want to go professional? No, I, it was, I did want to go, but I kind of, you know, and this is what I try to tell the young fighters, like, you know, any little distractions, man, that would take you off your game. You don't think they distractions, but they distractions. With me, you know, when I when I finally got to the point where I, where I made the U.S. team, the U.S. national team, I want to, you know, I want to go to cabarets and start partying and stuff like that. So it kind of threw my focus off. Like, where's, you know, where's though I'm in the gym, I, I'm supposed to be focusing on things, but I'm just focused on where we partying at this weekend. You know what I'm saying? I'm working in the gym every day, but I wasn't really focused on my craft no more because, you know, I'm we going out partying all the time now, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm focused. I'm like, damn, where the party? Where we going at this weekend? But I'm still getting my work in. So boxing, so that kind of, you know, that, you know, I, I wasn't motivated for boxing no more, but I was still doing it. But I was kind of like playing with it. Could not start gaining weight and stuff like that. And, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was just, you know, I, I just lost focus, man. And it just, it just wasn't in me no more. I started, you know, fighting guys that I was, guys I know I would knock out, but I just was struggling with them. So, you know, my coach was just saying, look, man, before I see you get hurt, like, you know, I'd rather have you come help me, you know, work with the kids instead of just, you know, keep trying to do this, you know, you know, just like BSing, doing this boxing thing. You're playing with it, you're going to get hurt. Because, I, you know, I had kind of lost my motivation. I wasn't into it no more, you know. And so once I started coaching, you know, coaching was, it was hard because I didn't really have the patience. You know, I wanted, you know, if I'm going to work with somebody, I wanted to work with somebody who already know how to fight. You know, I just ain't had time to just wait for somebody to learn how to jab and all that. So I had to learn. You know, and, and like I said, my coach told me, like, you know, you got to, you know, when you coaching, man, you got to be patient, man. You got to learn how to work with the kids. You got to learn how to do this and do that. And, you know, so, you know, um, I start having patience. I just start working. And and what I start loving about coaching is, you know, like when you start a kid off from the beginning, from ground zero, and see how they progress and they get better, and they start winning all these tournaments. And, you know, and some of them became professionals, you know, world champions. So, you know, when you see that, then it's 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 a beautiful thing, you know, to be a coach, man, because it's like art. You just it's like you you see a kid that come in the gym that don't have no experience, that can't fight, and you see this kid just grow one day, just become a world champion. You know, it's 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 amazing, you know. And so, you know, now it's just like, and I'm still learning, but I don't know everything about boxing. I don't think nobody knows everything about boxing. I just think this some, you know, I think. It's always something to learn in the sport. So, you know, I'm like, I'm still a student of it and still learning. As a coach, do you prefer a boxer who's, who like, who kind of knows how to box and, you know, maybe been in some street fights or just you they confident with their hands or you prefer a, a boxer who's like totally green, never really boxed, never really. I mean, no, I mean, not really. I mean, if you got a fighter that, you know, that's a street fighter. And some of them is natural, you know what I'm saying? It's, e it's, it's, it's easy to teach those type of fighters. And, you know, then the ones that's green, you got to work with them. You know, you got to work with them. Not only work with them, you got to build confidence in them and all that, you know. But with that fighter you were saying, the street fighter, and, you know, they not they had natural, you know, natural ability, man. You know, you, you can use it. It's easy. Or you show them something, they get it down like that, man. You know, so it's. So I mean, yeah, yeah, I like to work with a guy that's that that got it in them. But you know, like I said, it's also a joy to work with the ones that's green because, like I said, to see them come from nowhere, to see them, you know, they they don't even know how to fight, don't even know how to uh, uh, throw punches, and then all of a sudden, you know, they 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 fighting good. They just, I mean, I seen this. You know what I'm saying? I seen kids coming to the gym, 
that was that was little fat chubby kids that stretched out that just you know cut up and just start winning everything you know that's that's a joy to watch because you remember you, you watch this kid come from nothing you know and to be something in the box and so as a coach that's good you know you like that that's that's an art you know that's and that's what I didn't you know that's what I didn't know when I first started coaching you know so once you have the patience and you start working with a kid I mean regardless if they're green or they got you know natural ability or whatever you know, it's a joy for both because it's easy to work with that kid with the, the natural, you know, that it's easy to teach them because you just show them some one time, they get it, you know, but you still got that kid that's green that you got to take your time to work with. But once he get it down, it's, 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 a, it's a beauty because you're like, damn, okay, he got it. And you watch them, you watch them, you you got, and it's like you got video from when they first started to how they look now, man, that's that's an art to me. It's, it's like art, you know, so... I mean, either or, you know, it's cool with me. I'm going to be honest. I'm a little surprised at that answer. And I'm going to tell you why I'm surprised. Mm -hmm. um, because a lot of times when a person feels like they know something, yeah. they may not be open to teaching. Okay, okay. But that's What's... why I was a little surprised by that answer. Say, say, say it again. So you're saying if a person, think, say, think, think, say it again. The street, the guy that's like a street fighter. Gotcha, he, probably gotcha, like, to, he probably used to like knocking people out, getting gotcha. you know, winning his street fights. So he may uh -huh. not feel like he needs that coaching. That's why I was a little surprised. No, not, not all of them. You know what I'm saying? You got some of them, like you said, that, and we had a few in the gym that came to the gym like that, that, you know, that came in there, you know, off the street. We had a kid named, when rest in peace, he passed now. Uh, his name was Kayvon. And, you know, he was, this kid was a natural, man. Like, he was beating kids, like, and that's what I'm saying. This is this a kid I'm talking about who came to the gym, who didn't really, he, he knew street fight. He was a good athlete, played football and stuff like that. But once you, once we taught him, and when he learned the basics, I mean, he was just beating people that had over, you know, 60 to 80 fights. And he didn't have number, maybe a couple of fights. So you got kids, that, uh, and, and that's what I'm saying. That's a kid like that is, he's easy to work with. You teach him something, boom, he he got it down. You know what I'm saying? And when you got a kid, like I said, you got a kid that's green, you got to keep working with him every day. You got to have him just working on that jab or whatever it is that one time, maybe weeks to a month, you know, when that kid that's just got it, some some got it, you know, you just show him one time and they pick it up, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, you can put them in there, start letting them spar. You know, let him get it, let us get his work in. So, I mean, it's like I said, that's it's just easy working with a kid like that, and you know, working with a green kid. But like I said, even all is cool with me. You know, what I'm saying I'm, I'm not gonna say I will like this. I like to work with this one better. I was just giving you, you know, this kid will be easier to work with. You know, and then you got one that you'll work with, but you know, he, he you know, you know, it, it was a lot you had to put into him to make him, you know what I'm saying, get to the point where he winning and doing all this, you know, man, he's, uh, you know, like winning things, winning tournaments, and he just know what he's doing now, you know what I'm saying? And you can, you can look at him when he work out, you'd be like, I remember he couldn't do none of this, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Who, who are some of the most influential trainers to you? Um, I would say, uh, um, Manny, uh, Manny Stewart from the Cronk Gym. Mm -hmm. I think he was one of the greats. Um, Georgie Ben, you know. Um, it's a, I mean, even, even like my coach, where it was my coach, was Barry Hunter. 
uh, you know, Adrian Davis. It was a lot of um, uh, Vest, Sylvester. You know, I uh, I forgot Vest's last name, but, you know, all them guys, Marshall Cutterham, they was all, you know, I think they were, I looked up to all those guys. You know, they, they you know, was some of my, you know, you know, things that they did that I was like, you know, they, 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 they motivate people, you know what I'm saying? Like they knew what they was doing in this game, you know what I'm saying? And I, you know, like, I, it's a lot of good trainers out here, but you know, you got a lot of trainers that, you know, that have fighters that already been fighting or whatever, you know, but these, a lot of these guys, they, they raised these guys from ground zero from, you know, from, from, from the start, you know what I'm saying? And I, I, I love coaches like grassroots coaches who took their time out with the kids and, you know, like you said, you got a lot of people out here that, that would be like, look, dollar signs, look, they not working with no, you know, a lot of guys ain't even working with nothing but professional fighters. Mm-hmm. Won't even take the time and work out with a kid who just started off or whatever. They wait till they build, then, okay, yeah, we'll work with them now. You know, you have, you got coaches like that too, you know. Uh, and, and they some of them are good coaches too, you know. Mm-hmm. But that, some of them just probably just ain't got the time to do that, you know, go through the, Teaching, you know, starting how learning how to punch and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Uh, any anybody that's a boxing fan knows about headbangers gym. I mean, we we talking about some world champions that came out of there. Yeah. Um, the Javante Davis trained there. Brona came through. Yeah. Um. So many others. The Peterson brothers. So many. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What how, What would you just? How would you describe the culture of headbangers gym? Um. It's 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 uh, it's a family it's family oriented like we don't you know like I said we work when we when we train we train as a unit you know you got a lot of gyms that have you know you if you have somebody like a Javante Davis or you know Adrian Bronner they gonna cater to that fighter you know what I'm saying like they gonna put they gonna put all the emphasis on that fighter they not worry about nobody else in the gym because this guy's a world champion and stuff like that. But in our gym, we, we work with everybody like, and all them guys work together. We make them work as a team. You know what I'm saying? We done had, if you ever come to our gym, you know, I'll show you the camps we done had, you know, far, you'll see the pictures and stuff like that. And we'd had super camps. We had like, maybe like shit, like about 11, probably like 10, 11 world champions in the gym at one time, Wow. you know, all spawned. And doing, you know, working together, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's the culture of our gym is just working together. Everybody feed off each other in the gym, you know. It, you you're talking about 10 or 11 world champions. Is yeah. it hard? Is it hard for them to check their egos at the door? I think I, in our gym they do. You know what I'm saying? We don't have no we we never had no ego problems coming in. And you and you're gonna have a lot of egos when you got guys that's world champions, you know what I'm saying? Like a Javante Davis and Adrian Brawler and you know, it's a, it's a whole lot of them that was in the gym together, in our gym at one time. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they all worked together. You know, we, it was, the, the, the spawn sessions was classic, man. You know, it was just, and, and, and you know, if you notice, if you notice, you see my hands all beat up and stuff. You know, I hold yeah. it mitts. It was, I was, I would hold mitts like three or four hours straight. You know what I'm saying? Like, with so many different guys, you know? You know, hard hit, you know, hard, heavy punches, man. It was just, you know, like, it was work, you know what I'm saying? Because we we was in there. We, it was that camp was sick, man. I think it was like in 2000. I want to say 14, 2013. It was. I mean, you had Jared Hurd. You had a whole lot of guys up there working at one time, mm. and it was it was classic. 
I'm glad you talked about those mitts because I mean we didn't see the videos, the YouTube. <laughs> I mean your mitt work is legendary. How did you How did you get so good with the mitts? I, I it was just um, I remember I remember working with Mark Johnson, and it was like my coach, my coach Burr. He was telling me like, "Look, man, you know, because I would I would just start working with mitts, and I was working with the kids." I wasn't working with, you know, nobody is, you know, good yet. But I think working with Anthony and Lamont Peterson helped me get better on Miss. And uh, it was one day Barry told me to work with Mark Johnson because he was getting ready for a fight about Jim. And uh, and I was and I was nervous. I was like, how am I, this man, is, you know, Mark a legend. Mark, you know, Hall of Fame and everything, you know. But I was like, damn. So I was kind of nervous. And I was I was working with him, and and you know I got work with my, I, you know it was all right, it was all right, but I just said to myself after that, I was like, man, I gotta do better, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I was like, man, but I was nervous. I said, shit, I was like, I, I gotta do better. I said, okay, I'm just start working. I'm just like, when I do that again, that would never happen again. And uh, you know, I just you know kept working on things, working on things. I was watch, I would watch, you know, I was watch stuff like Sugar Ray, and I would watch combinations they throw. Van the Holyfield, a whole lot of people. And I just, you know, I was putting that stuff in my arsenal. And so I would take that basic combination and I just start putting it together. And when you got some, you got some guys that speed it up, I speed it up with, you know what I'm saying? And before you know it, it just now they come natural to me. Like I, I can work with anybody, you know what I'm saying? Like if I, you know, if I work with somebody for the first time, it's like I, I've been working with them. You know, that's, that's how, I, that's how I do when I'm working with people, you know, like, Different people on the mix. It's just it's just a natural thing. But like I said, it had it had it had. You pay the price for it. You know what I'm saying? My elbow. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a lot that come. A lot of people, you know, like to show off and show the you know the super hand miss. I mean, show the speed and all that. But you got to pay a price for it. You know what I'm saying? I had broken broken bones in my hand that I didn't even know that was broke. I would just ice and say, "Well, I'm arrested for a couple of days," and you know, didn't heal right. And now my hands just all jacked up. You know what I'm saying? So, and you know, and I, I really, I be want to get it fixed, but it's just that I'm always working. So, you know, I, I, I can't. I feel like I just don't want to sit out. You know, and like I should have did it when we were in quarantine for the COVID or whatever. But I, I, you know, I didn't. So I said that was a good time. But then, you know, uh, I got a call for the movie. You know, Michael B. Jordan, and I was like, I know I ain't gonna get them fixed now. I got. I got to make sure my hands good, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, man, I was just like, you know, it's it's a price you pay for. You know, like, I I, I got so much wear and tear on my shoulders, my elbows, uh, you know, fingers, man. It's just, you know, like, but it, it's cool, man. You know, like I said, I, 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 I love what I do, man. It's just, you know, like I said, I, I love it. You know, and I, and I think I'll be doing this until I go to the grave, you know what I'm saying? Wow. How yeah. how did you even get how did you even get the part for Creed? That was that was amazing. How did you get that? Well, that was well and well, it was crazy because like for, it was Creed 2. That's what that's what that's where I started. You know, I was in the first movie. I mean, that was my first movie. I was, you know, they called me, somebody was inboxing me on Instagram and they were saying that we're in Philly and we're doing a project. And cause you know, at this time I was I was working with A B, all these guys, Tank. Everybody on the mist, they, you know, I would always have it on, you know, Instagram and people would see it and like it. And then I was getting followed by different celebrities and stuff like that. So I was like, damn, that's, you know, they, they, I'm, I guess they liking what they see or whatever. So anyway, somebody hit me and they was just like, 
we want, we want, we want, we want to know if you, uh, you know, we want, we want you to help us do a project. So I was kind of like ignoring it because I was like, man, I'm not, you know, I don't even know who this is. It was <laughs> on my on my request, you know what I'm saying? And but this person was just pressing the issue so hard, like they was like, please, you know, like kept, you know, I was like, damn. I said, well, hell, it might be for some money. Let me just <laughs> you know, what's going on. So I asked them, I said, so what project you, you talking about? So the guy, the guy said, well, can you can you shoot me your 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 uh your your contact, your number? Or whatever, and you know, it was it was it was it was actually one of the producers. So he called me, and he was like, um, asked me, was I familiar with Michael B. Jordan? I said, yeah, I know, Fruitville Station, you know, all you know, Black Panther, you know, all that, you know. So uh, he was like, um, well, he want to know, would you be interested in coming up and work with him? And I was like, all kind of, I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, he, you know, and I was like, yeah, hey, you know, I told him, yeah, I, I'm shit. Yeah, say no more. So he was like, all right, we're going we gonna to give you a call. You're going to gonna hear from these different numbers. You know, it ain't going to be telemarketed. So make sure you answer the phone, this, that, and the third. So, you know, so so sure enough, they called me. And they was like, yeah, could you come up? You know, uh, we were, I think we was outside Pennsylvania somewhere. It was outside Philly. And it was like at the studio, like a movie, like the studio, like in the in the, in the, like an industrial park or something like that. So anyway, they 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 emailed me my uh travel and all this, and I seen the letterhead Creed too. I said, damn, this shit is real. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it ain't no faking with this. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I can't believe it. Like you know, my wife, everybody, they was happy. They was like, you know, I was like, all right, cool. Let me let me go up here. So uh. So anyway, I, I end up going up there on the train. I end up, and I, I, it's crazy. I was waiting on him, so I was like, this is crazy. I seen him pull up in the truck, SUV, got out. He went in the gym, so they took me in the gym. And sure enough, when I seen him, he was like, you know, he, he, you know, hugged me. It was like, man, you know, I've been watching you, man. I'm like, damn. And he was like, you know, I love what you do, man. And, you know, that's why I had to bring you up and see if you can give me some pointers and help me out on this thing. So, you know, I, so I was like, cool. So, you know, I wrapped his hands up the first day and, you know, we started doing this. I started, you know, working with him on different things. You know, it's kind of trying to loosen him up because it's kind of tight. And, uh, you know, I worked with him for like three months and, you know, we, so we kind of like, you know, we kind of got a little, little bond going and, uh, he, we was talking and he was like, you know, you're going to be in the movie. I was like, man, I can't do no damn acting, man. He was like, oh. he said, oh. he said, I don't want you to act, man. I just want you to, you know, I want you to just work. I want you to do what you do with the miss, man. That's all I need you to do. And, you know, everything else going to be good. And uh, sure enough, they called me for wardrobes. So I went and got fitted and stuff like that. I was like, damn, I'm about to be in a movie. God, <laughs> you know I said, well, Michael B., God damn. So, you know, I was. So I met guys like Drago. I met everybody off the Rocky, you know, off the Rocky movies and stuff. And I was just like, I was like, damn, it's crazy because this summer I grew up, you know, just a little kid in the ghetto being hyped off of Rocky. Man, you, you know, you in one of the movies, you know what I'm saying? It's, it was That's crazy. Amazing. You know, I was just, it was just a blessing, you know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, so when, so I did, you know, I did was done, everything was done, you know, so, you know, I, I was just like, well, maybe that's, you know, they, they, you know, they, they done what they had to do, you know, it's, it's all gone. So you didn't think you were hitting nothing from anybody no more. So sure enough, uh, during the quarantine, like we was like in for the COVID and I got, I got to hear from Michael B. Jordan and he was telling me, 
He was like, how you been, my guy? And this, that. I said, I've been good, man. He was just like, okay. He said, listen, man, I'm, I'm directing this, this Creed three, man, and I'm going to need you and this, that. I was like, say no more, man. I'm there. Just let me know when and where, you know. And he was like, all right, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to shoot your email, this, that, and the third. And so it was like months, months later, and we end up, they end up sending me an email, and, uh, and a guy called me and, and just told me that they're going to start working in Atlanta. And so, sure enough, they gave me my travel and everything, and I ended up going in Atlanta, and we back working again together. And, you know, and, you know, the rest of the day, we worked from, I think, February all the way up till September. Wow. That, uh, we film, and, you know, like, we just, like I say, we just got finished filming out California in September. So, man, I was that was it. You know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, Creed 3, so it's going to be good. You see the trailer? The trailer, they just bought the trailer out. So I've you know, seen it. I've seen it. Definitely gonna be good, man. So, you know, and I, I you know, like I said, I, I'm hoping, I hope they keep my speaking parts in there. You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> you know, you know, you know how they change stuff up. So you just don't never know, you know. But I'm like, I'm praying everything work out like you was, you know, but you know, it's all good. Like I say, anyway, it's just a blessing to even just, you know, get called for stuff like that, man. Who would know that I would ever be in a movie and I'm you around all these famous people and stuff like that. And I'm just, you know, I, you know, I'm like, shit, I ain't no, I'm not famous. I'm just, like I said, I'm, I'm just a boxing coach. You know what I'm saying? Work, family, man. You know what I'm saying? So it's cool though. You know what I'm, I, I said? I'm a ride away. You know what I'm saying? And <clears throat> sure enough, that's, you know. So what was the feeling so, like to see yourself on that big screen? Man, it was like, I was like, damn, it was like a, like shit, like a like I, I it was like a dream because you like this shit. Sometimes you ask yourself because especially for this movie, they 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 treat me good. Like I had a, I had my own trailer. Wow. <clears throat> I, was, I had her out. They had it laid out for me this time. Like I, I'm 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 one of the you know what I'm saying. I'm like oh wait a minute, you talking about on three? Yeah, on three, on three. You know what I'm saying? Like on three, you know, it's just like you know they they you know I was in two two was cool. You know what I'm saying? Like. That, I didn't get all the stuff I got in two that I got in three. Like I'm in trailers, man. It's like I'm 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 getting treated like one of the you know cast. Like I'm they treating me just <laughs> like they they man they showing mad love up there. You know what I'm saying? So man. you know it was cool. It was cool, man. And, and uh, like you said, the people are nice. The people are super cool, man. They get you anything you need, but it's a lot of work though. You know what I'm saying? Like we working 15 hour days. Wow. Yeah. 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 It's like different parts. You got to do all these retakes. It's just a lot. You know what I'm saying? And, it, you know, I got a newfound respect for actors because they work hard. You know, they work hard for their money, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, the movie look easy, but, man, behind the scenes, it's hard. <laughs> it's, it's hard, man. You know, like, it's a lot of work. Like, I mean, I just was like, man, this is this hard for me. I'm not even used to this stuff. So, but it was cool. Everything worked out, you know, and, uh, we wrapped up and, you know, so I'm just waiting on the movie to come out now, you know? Wow. Did you uh, ever imagine boxing taking you this far? No, no, I didn't. To be honest, I didn't. I was like, I mean, because I just think, you know, once I start, once I start coaching, I just think it's different from when I was boxing. I think I, it's, it's, I got more passion for coaching. So I think I'm more into coaching than I was into boxing, you know, because I, I think because I'm older and I understand now what it what it takes to, you know, to to be great in boxing, you know, to, and I and I, I I don't think I understood that that much when I was younger and when I was in the gym. Like, 
like I do now. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and just things I'm learning. And I'm just like, man, I love this sport. And I just love what I do. I just love to be. And I try to, <clears throat> and I try to tell the youngins, like, you got kids that got talent. Mm-hmm. But like you said, they'll start saying, look, man, I've been working hard. I've been traveling, man. I want to have some fun. I want to go out and party. And I told, and I try to tell them, man, it, man, that would throw you all the way off, man. Because you know, you go out, you start drinking and hanging out. You think you can just come back in the gym and sweat it out, and get back on your grind. But you know, all the time is, it's, it's, it's really, a, it's really taking you from your game, mm-hmm. and you just, you know, it's, it's a distraction. It's taking you away from, you know, from, from, from greatness, from what you was focusing on at first. When you first start boxing, you really being to it, man, because like. You're like, man, you just mad. You want to be a world champion, you know? And that's how, you know, and and as soon as you start, you go off that course and say, look, I'm going to go ahead and go to this club or I'm going to hit this little party, hit this cabaret or this, that, and the third. You know, that's that's going to take you all the way off your game, man, because that's going to be something you're not used to doing. You're so used to training and working hard and stuff like in the gym. So when you do get out, <clears throat> you, you cut up, you feeling good, then you, you, little females hugging on you, you know, you drinking good, and <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you, you know, you this new, you're like, damn, I like this, you know what I'm saying? You know, I work hard, so I, I definitely gotta have some fun. But all the time, it's really, it's really taking you off your game. You know, it's taking you off your game. That's how a lot of guys get messed up. You know what I'm saying? Then you got some guys that make it, you know, that 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 get there, and like I said, win world titles and everything else. And then they start, they start BS, you know what I'm saying? And they they lose, they lose folk, they lose focus, you know what I'm saying? And next thing you know, that everything is crashing. They catch a charges, they're getting arrested. And you know, and, they, and the people are not even talking about you no more. When they was on, you know, they was when you was that guy, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. and that's what happened, man. You know, it's it's hard, man. It's it's hard even, you know, got being famous or just staying focused, trying to be famous, you know what I'm saying? Or, about to get there, it's, it's hard, man, because you got so many distractions come your way, you know what I'm saying? And it's hard, man. You know, it, it take. you know, I respect guys that's there, you know, like a guy like Floyd Mayweather, you know what I'm saying? You know, he 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 stayed on, you know, he stayed on his, stayed on his grind, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He a fake like he drinking and hanging out. That man was never <laughs> doing that, you know what I'm saying? He was never doing that. He was working hard all the time. And it, and it got to where he at now. He just like he the name of boxing, you know, because of that. You know what I'm saying? And and, and like I said, you got guys that that's that they can do what Mayweather did, but you know a lot a lot of a lot of people can't stay disciplined. Mayweather, that's one thing about Mayweather. He very disciplined fighter, man. One of the, one of the most disciplined fighters you ever seen. Mm-hmm. Never 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 go off his game plan. He always stayed on it. You know what I'm saying? And, and and I, I say a lot of fighters got the same ability he got, probably a little better. But a lot of times the focus be gone. You know what I'm saying? They they you know a lot of them don't stay disciplined. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. you know it's hard. It ain't it's not easy at all, man. It ain't easy at all. I, I I hate I hate the name of fighter personally, but just the way you was talking, I have to name him. Okay, um, you associated with Tank Davis? Yeah. Um, we 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 remember Tank. Let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, he had the weight issues coming up. He yeah. didn't win the title. But as he's gotten older, you can see like the discipline. Yeah, like, he, he got, more he got locked in. So he got so much better with it. I think it was you know he got he's matured a lot. You know he don't he really don't hang with a lot of people. You know 
keep only a few few his circle is small, you know, and um uh, it's, it's it's a good thing, you know, like and he, you know, he's focused. Tank, once Tank and he when he's in fight mode, he's in fight mode. Mm-hmm. He work hard. Go ahead, go ahead. Look at your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he work. He he works hard. You know, um, he, he you know he just you know he he's on his grind when it's work time, and it shows when he fight. You know. Yeah, you can see it. It's like I said. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I wasn't a big fan of his, mm-hmm. but as I've seen him mature. Like it just the last two to three years, it's like a, a shift is happening, and he's just you could just see he's more locked in. Yeah, and it's it's really been it's really been a good thing to see. Yeah, yeah, no, most definitely. Like I I I seen like we've been working with Tank on and off for years. You know, like before he returned, bro. You know, he always made his way down to our gym. Even Coach Cal. Bring him, brought him to the gym when he was a kid. You know what I'm saying? The spa with the kids, spa with my son and other kids in the gym. And they all, like, grew up together. But, you know, Tank, Tank, just a special kid. You know what I'm saying? He was just that, that he's special, man. You know, this guy got the, he just got it all. He wanted, you know what I'm saying? He's, it was just one time, you know, we was out Vegas for Adrian Brown to fight. And, you know, like, he seen all, he seen Rick Roll, he seen all these rappers and, all this stuff in the back. And, you know, he wasn't there yet. He, man, this man literally was crying. And, you know, Coach Burr asked him what was wrong. Like, why are you crying? He said, because I want all this. I mm. want it all. Dang. And I got him now. So he, one thing about Tank, Tank wanted it. You know, he was hungry, you know, and he wanted, he wanted, he wanted to be that, that guy. And he worked for it and he's that guy now. Wow. You know? I'm gonna get you out of here on this. Okay. How much longer do you feel like you're gonna do this? Um, maybe till I'm 85. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't, I don't know. Till I can't do it no more. That, that, you you gonna be with Eddie Futch? <laughs> yeah, I might be. Yeah, hey, you might. Hey, I might be like Eddie. I just pray to I just pray to God that I just. Get to the age them guys were. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going out early now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, so we got this, this hope, you know, God willing. If I'm, if I'm, if I get, I might still be around it. I love it so much. It's hard. You know, like, my wife was just telling me, like, um, she was just telling me, like, you know, even if you retire, you still couldn't stay away from the gym. I told her, you know, I, I told her I could, but I'm lying. I know I ain't going to be able to stay away from the gym. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I don't know, you know. Like I said, it probably probably would take me. I mean, I don't care if I if I I just think if I hit the lottery, man, like hit the Powerball or something, and just stumble over a bankroll like that, I I could I still be doing this boxing. It's it, it, it'd be hard to stop. I don't, I probably won't have to do as much as I do now, but I would still be around it and still working and miss and everything else. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, yeah. it's been an honor, man. I I, I yeah. really thank you for taking the time. You have me on, man. It, it's, it's, I, like I said, I've been a fan of your work for years because I'm a huge boxing fan. So I've just been always been a been admiring the pad work, like just watching them boxes and your hand, both of y'all hands just moving so fast. Like I never understood how y'all could coordinate that. I, sometimes I look at it myself, man, and be the same damn way. I'll be like, how the hell? And, and a lot of people think we be cheating. They say, oh, he sped that video up. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
they think I done put the speed up. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I can't believe it myself when I look at it like it was, man, one time I worked with Tank, I was like, God damn. And I, I was just surprised. I was catching all that stuff. Like, man, I was like, <laughs> I was surprised. It was crazy, man. But I'm like, hell, it was all good. I'm just going to do it. So, you know, but I, I don't brag or anything on, on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just do what I do. And like I said, I respect all trainers because, you know, and, you know, you got, you're going to have people that criticize you for what you do and stuff like that. But it's, it's cool. You know, I just feel like all trainers got different training methods, man. And, you know, you do what's work, what works for you. You know what I'm saying? And that's the way I look at it. But I love it, though, man. I, I wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world. So Well, look, I'm sure the, I'm sure the fight is glad to have you. It's been an honor, been a pleasure. And I wish you all the best moving forward. Man, thank you, man. Appreciate it. And before we go, please tell the people like how they can follow you and, and watch all that great network you do. Okay, yeah, you can follow me at um, Boog B O O G H B number four life. And that's on Instagram, and I'm on Facebook, Patrice Harris. You know, that's that's easy. So, <laughs> yep. Well, again, thank you for your time, man, and and, and it's been an honor, pleasure. And I, again, wish you my all pleasure, man. Appreciate it. Definitely. I want to yep. take the time to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. I truly appreciate your support. You can follow me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore lamp. My Facebook is also conversations with lamp. You can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Again, thank you all for listening. Have a great day.